Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Bunch of madness around here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DDP Today, a show that's a little about us, a lot about Disney, and fun for the whole family. My name is Justin, and tonight I am joined by Mike and Joe. I am super excited about getting to the topic, but before we do that, I want to give uh, figure out how you guys are doing. I also want to discuss something we did on the patron show last week, and that was we had our first ever DDP patron Disney Parks draft where we went down the list. We had our great friend Robert Parker on the show with us, uh, one of our e-ticket patrons, and they went through. We did a draft. We did a snake draft, for those of you who know how drafts work, and they selected five attractions, uh, four table service, three quick service, two uh, character meet and greets, and one snack, and then we let our DDP patron family vote to see who was the best. The votes are in, and I am coming to you first because you earned it. Joe, congratulations on your victory. Joe, you took uh, a win by five over Mike. Uh, Robert, we'll get you a, a, a consolation uh, medal because, man, that was one was rough. Uh, Joe, how are you, buddy? Congratulations I'm on your win. I'm doing good. I feel great. I want to thank all of uh, my constituents out there that voted for me. Uh, you know, It was a great itinerary, and anybody who would follow that would have a great day and meals in the park. So thank you guys all for your support. I appreciate it. Fantastic. Uh, it coming in second place, and it, was, it wasn't it was you know that far behind. My good buddy, Mike, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, if I cheated, then I would be a, probably a winner as well, too, because, you know, the it was the DDP Today <laughs> Disney, listen to this, parks draft. So that means it would have to be in the parks. If I wanted to pick hotels, resorts, rides, attractions, other places. Then I could have said Harry Potter. I could have said, because Joe picked a restaurant that was not part of Disney Parks. He picked Shula's. So being that Shula's is not one, is not part, you know, is in the Swan and Dolphin. It's owned by Sharon. It's not part of the Disney Parks collection. So I would say that Joe pretty much cheated. And if I had to pick my rides over again, I would probably throw in Hogwarts or I would throw in the Velocicoaster. Since we're just going to go off on, you know, off and go wherever we want and stay out of the Disney Parks, even though the requirement was Disney Parks, hey, you know, tomato tomato i guess next time i'll just have to cheat I mean, listen justin mike's had a rough week all right his new york rangers lost again in the stanley <laughs> cup playoffs so he's a little upset about that he lost in the fantasy draft all right shula's is on property everybody knows that um it's called the walt disney world swan and dolphin so it's on property so look, he's had a rough week all right so owned by sheridan um, by sheridan. so yeah you know, we'll uh, it's a, it's a marriott property but yes it's he's had a rough week so i will i'll I'm going to give my my friend here a break. You know what I'm saying? It's, Mike, you, you could try harder next time. It'll be okay, brother. So. Well, I don't think Shula's I, – I, look, I'm not taking sides here, okay? I'm just a commissioner. All right. I don't think Shula's is what put Joe over the top. You know, I don't think – I think that was your third third pick of the of the four. Um, so I don't think that's the Topolino's one. Topolino's was a big one. Or Topolino's Topolino's was, is a big – That's you got my heart right there. I think you had Cali Grill and Topolino's, if I remember. And, this, and, and people Grill. love the Safari, too. So Kilimanjaro Safari was a winner for some uh, people voting as well. So a couple, mm. you know, mid to late round picks uh, definitely came through for me. So 
Fantastic. Well, that was a lot of fun over on the patron side. That was the topic last week. We have another great topic this week. But before we do that, we've got an amazing, amazing show for you today. Because whenever you go to Walt Disney World, not only do you get to eat amazing food, not only do you get to ride incredible attractions, get to create memories, take photos that we love to see on our Facebook group, but sometimes there are things that you may smell that will take you right back to Walt Disney World, to a particular memory, to a particular place in the parks or the resorts. So tonight, we are going to talk the most iconic smells of Walt Disney World. We have gotten together, the three of us, and we have compiled a list of our top 15 most iconic smells uh, at Walt Disney World. Some are good, some are bad, some you may like, some I might hate. Um, but we're going to chat about each and every one of them. So guys, let's get this started. I'm going to start us off with our number 15 because it is a smell that if you stay there for too long... Buddy, you're going to literally start seeing uh, Tinkerbell flying around your head because you're going to start to hallucinate. And I am talking about the Tomorrowland Speedway Bridge. Mike, there is nothing that takes me back like standing behind an old diesel truck or an old truck uh, at a gas station and going, oh, I know that smell. <laughs> yeah, you know, a lot of my childhood, obviously, because I was a mechanic for most of my life, was, uh, you know, tinkering with go-karts and, you know, uh, putting stuff together. And, and that that whole two-stroke cycle engine kind of brings back a lot of memories, you know, that that, that musty gas smell. And uh, I've, I've smelt that a lot in my career, obviously. And um, it's one of those things that I'm kind of used to it. But if you're not used to it, it can be a pretty strong smell. It can really be off-putting to a lot of people. But it definitely reminds me of not only when I'm there, some of my childhood, but if I'm, if I'm around those kind of things, I mean, maybe I'll crank up the lawnmower and I'll have that, you know, oh, it smells like Tomorrowland. So uh, it kind of brings back that fond smell. I absolutely love it. Hey, before I come to you, Joe, I had a unique experience this week. I, um, we're we're going to be looking to get Katie a new car in the next couple of years. Um, we're the type of people, we buy a car, we pay for it, and then we drive it till the wheels fall off. But she only drives her car like eight miles one way and eight miles back three times a week to work and back. That's it. That's the only time the car ever moves. So I went and drove a Tesla this week, and um, man, that is a unique experience. Um, let me have, have you have you driven a Tesla, Joe? No, I haven't. I've been inside of one. I've gotten rides in them. But I've never actually driven one though. Okay, so first time I've ever driven one, it was an absolute blast. That thing is like a rocket ship. I mean, it is crazy how fast it is. But also the regenerative, regenerative. Wow, did I find a new word? I can't say. Ooh, regenerative, regenerative. regenerative? Mm-hmm. Did I nail it? All right. Mm-hmm. Braking, that takes some getting used to. It's like, um, it's like a, for those of you who don't know what that is, it's like a golf cart. Like, if you let off the gas, it's going to stop on its own pretty much. Um, it was pretty cool. I mean, it's pretty nice. The reason I say this is it would be great to see a new technology come in to Tomorrowland Speedway, you know, have like, you know, Tesla sponsor it and bring these cars into where it's just, you know, and you don't have that smell anymore. But would you miss it, Joe, if we didn't have that smell in the Magic Kingdom? No, it's funny because that's the only place you'll smell that. Because a lot of the buses now are like cleaner energy buses. You'll see the Disney. Yeah, they run off of like corn oil. Yeah, I mean, they, they run off of like cleaner energy, right? So that's like the only place you really smell like really bad fumes is like that area of Tomorrowland. Um, I don't think Tesla would ever come in because of their relationship with General Motors. However, General Motors is in the electric vehicle industry, so they could definitely promote something like that there as well. I mean, I think that would actually do more for promotion than Test Track would, um, which would be funny. However, the um, I have that with my new hybrid Jeep, my 4xe Wrangler Hybrid, and I think I'll have these same set of brakes for probably 10 years because I rarely have to use the brake pedal. It's amazing how 
much this thing breaks on its own when you get off the gas when it's running electric. I'm still on the original tank of gas, by the way, Justin. I'm 700 miles, and I still have a quarter tank of gas left. That's crazy. Yeah, and I'm on a hybrid. So there, when I'm on the highway, it's, it's using both. It's absolutely amazing to have a, you know, even though I'm not full electric, um, it's what it, how much energy it's, it saves. Uh, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm trying to get to a thousand miles. I don't think I could do it, but it's, it's pretty close. That's amazing. I'm riding a, unici- a unicycle now. I can't afford a bicycle, so I'd only got the one tire. So, you know, I'm off, off and rolling with that thing. Um, let's move on to the next one. One of my favorite attractions. It's maybe good that Dave's not here to, uh, to blast this attraction for this episode. We're going to number 14, Joe. What have we got? You got the uh, figment skunk smell. And I think this is one of those things where you talk about journeying to imagination with figment, the, this version of it, right? Uh, that's the one thing people always say, like, oh, figment's cute, but I hate the st- skunk smell part. And it's just, you know, it doesn't smell crazy bad, but it's enough for people. It kind of annoys people more than anything else. And, you know, it's kind of blowing your hat off your head or whatever. It's just, it, I guess it just stinks, right? <laughs> it just does. But it's, uh, yeah, that's, uh, it's an iconic smell, though. It's an iconic smell that we all associate with uh, with that classic, attra- or the formerly classic attraction, which is uh, Figment. You know what? I, I, I like it. It's kind of a running joke in our family whenever we do ride it. It's, oh, we're going to get the skunk smell again. No, we're going to get Rose, especially when Rye was little. Like, we would always be like, no, we're going to get Rose. And then she literally thought we just had terrible luck for a long time, <laughs> uh, always getting the skunk smell. But, Mike, it's one of those things that, you know, it's not always good smells that remind us of Disney. It's it's sometimes it's these attractions that provide these moments that we remember, and it kind of takes us there. Right. I too hope for the roses once I'm in there, and I and I and I one day that'll that'll just stop on that little wheel of uh, of chance. But uh, yeah, like like you said, it's always the skunk. But uh, we we enjoy that, and you kind of expect it, especially when you've done it quite a few times. So uh, yeah, it's kind of part of the ride. It has to you have to you have to take that in. Wouldn't it be more fun if they did? An actual roulette wheel, like you could blend the smells too. A little bit of skunk, oh, a little bit like of rose. Like a skunk rose. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ugh. really, it's the that may be worse. That, you think mixing it? I don't know. Well, I, don't know. Well, I know there's, there was the rose, there was the skunk. What were the other smells? Was it a perfume or something, or what was the other? Because I know there's a couple of them. I don't remember. There's a third one. There's only three. Yeah, because it has the, the the little tanks that go along there, and you keep hoping for the other. Is one. it jasmine? I, think I don't know. Maybe a attraction. flower or something like that? See, this, this is what we need Dave for, because I'm sure Dave rides it 10 times a day. D- yeah, I know, right? All right, DDP family, throw it out there. What are we missing on, uh, on Figment? Um, speaking of smells that, you know, you may not think that would be on the most iconic smells of Walt Disney World list, number 13, I think this was one that I added to the list because it's a very unique smell to me. Even though I can't smell it at home, there's something special about it when I'm at Walt Disney World. Mike? Take us to number 13. Uh, nothing beats that smell of fresh-cut grass. And uh, all of us who have stayed at the Disney resorts are usually woken up by that 8.30, 9 o'clock. You know, blowers going off. The guys doing the ground cleeping and, and you know, keeping the Disney, the Disney resorts to that specific, you know, kind of impeccable cleanliness. And, uh, you know, grass cutting is one of them. And they cut the grass quite often. And uh, a lot of different parts of the parks, other than... Just the resorts have grass that needs to be cut. You know, the golf courses, uh, especially if you're staying at one of like Saratoga Springs, a lot of grassy areas. You know, some of the other resorts, you don't have as much grass, but a, a lot of them, the fresh cut grass is something that uh, it, it smells great when you're in your own neighborhood, but I think it just smells a little bit better. It's got a little bit more magic in that grass when you're over in Disney World. You know what I think it is? I think you know what your day is about to be. Like, Joe, mm-hmm. you're sitting there and you're like, okay, cool. I'm going to the Magic Kingdom today. 
and I woke up in a Disney resort, and the sun's shining, it's already warm, and you go out, and it's just, oh, and you take it in, and it's nothing better. So I mowed today. It was a heat index of 114. At no point did I enjoy the smell of fresh-cut grass. I was miserable. I hated it. It made me think, you know, I don't have a huge yard at all, but it made me think these guys and the amount of mowing that has to get done at Walt Disney World, do they ever appreciate it like I do when I'm at Disney? I'm probably saying no, but it's absolute incredible smell for me when I'm there. And like you said, Saratoga is one of those that it kind of sticks out because there is a lot of grassy areas around Saratoga. If top of my head, it's probably got more grassy areas than any resort on Walt Disney World property, wouldn't you say, Joe? I would definitely agree. And the one thing, well, first of all, I think that those guys, they probably doesn't even register the smell to them, probably. Uh, the second thing is you didn't enjoy it because uh, you weren't, you're, mo- you're not mowing it, you know what I'm saying, That's in true. Disney World. Yeah. So um, the one thing about Walt Disney World, at least with Saratoga Springs, it, it does have more grass probably than any other you know, Walt Disney World resort property. Um, if you ever go out there really early in the morning, and there's sometimes when I'm so excited, I, I, I get up earlier on my vacation, especially in Disney, right? Um, and I'll sit outside of my balcony and I really hope that I have a golf course view. If you're ever out there early in the morning, you will see the guys from the golf course mowing the fairways with headlights on. So they're actually mowing the grass in the dark in the mornings before the, cause the first tee time is usually six or seven in the morning. depends on what time of the year it is. So they've got to get all that stuff done. So they're mowing the greens and they're mowing the grass with headlights, the fairways with headlights on. So when you're waking up, that grass is already fresh cut. It's in the air. And I don't know if it's a combination between that and the swampiness around it. I'm not quite sure, but it's a different smell than what we experienced back in New York or New Jersey or South Carolina. It's just, it's different. And, um, yeah, I mean, that, that smell is ready for you because it's already been cut for you early in the morning, like 5 a.m. So uh, there's something special about it. So a couple of years ago, I, I switched over, got rid of all my like gas power. Like I said, I don't have a huge, huge uh, lot of land. Um, got rid of all my gas-powered mower, weed eater, all that kind of stuff. And I switched over to Ego products, which are all battery-operated. And they've been fantastic. I've really enjoyed them um, quite a bit. But my, my push mower has headlights on it. And I'm like, at no point have I ever thought about going out <laughs> at 10 o'clock. And it's, it's relatively pretty quiet because it doesn't have like a combustible engine, you know? Um, but at no point would I ever go out and push mow my yard. Mike's looking at me like, I have people that come mow my yard for me. What are you talking about? Uh, do you even own a mower, Mike? Um, I, I own one, uh, but I've never used it. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, I'm going to take us to our next one. Number 12. We're going back to an attraction and it's our first time entering over at animal kingdom. And we're going to visit our good friends, all 100 and however many billion of them. And it's tough to be a bug. And we are going to go to the part where Claire de room, uh, comes on. She is a stink bug. And Flick uh, introduces her, and we get the weevils, and they come in, and they put the uh, the flowers up for them to for them to aim at, and all of a sudden it gets turned, and the stink bug releases the uh, the odor into the room. It is a very very unique smell. That is one of those attractions for me that I think if families don't do it, if you've never done it, it is a must do, uh, especially if you have kids on a Disney vacation. A lot of people don't even know that there's an attraction in the Tree of Life or underneath the Tree of Life, which I think you're really missing out on. Um, do you all enjoy, or when's the last time you've done this attraction? And two, uh, I love the fact that the stink bug's name is Claire de Room. 
clear the room. Get mm-hmm. it clear the room. Got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, when was the last time you did this? Uh, I'd probably say, I don't know. It's been maybe like six months ago. It's 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 probably been, I'd say maybe last fall. It's been a while, but it's one of those ones that, listen, if it's, it's hot out or it's raining, we want to get out of the rain, we'll go in there, we'll do it. I definitely know this, and you hit the nail on the head with uh, the small children. My nephew loves this. I've done this mm-hmm. for him before, and he's like, Uncle Joey, it's just like you. And maybe when he was really little, little, you know, I might have had him pull my finger a time or two here or there. So he still <laughs> remembers that. You know, it's like, you know, little, little boys like, yeah, you pull your uncle's finger or whatever. But so he still gets a kick out of that. So that's what I remember most about it every time I sit next to him when we do it. But it's probably been about six months. It's been a while. It's not something we do every time. But uh, it is something that is a fun. It's a fun attraction to do, definitely. Mike, we do it on every uh, every trip when we go when we're at Animal Kingdom. It's a family favorite. We really enjoy doing it. Uh, it's just one of those uh, things that we started doing when the kids were little. You know, one of our first trips, and they've always enjoyed it. And I just think it's fun for us to go now, and it brings back more of a memory of us going as a family all the time. It's, it's a staple of our Animal Kingdom day. Yeah, no, we're the same way. It's been a little bit since we've done it. Typically, our Animal Kingdom's our half part day. It's normally the day we're leaving to drive home. Uh, we'll kind of go over in the morning and, and do it. Um, but we normally end up at like Rafiki's Planet Watch and maybe trying to hop on Everest and do the safari, stuff like that. So sometimes we miss it. But when we do it, I absolutely enjoy it. Mike, take us to number 11. Now, this is one that I added to the list, and it happens to be one of my favorite, and I know it's one that you don't like, Justin. Hate it. And um, this could be one of those smells that are you either like it or you don't. Obviously, in this case, we have uh, you know the yin and the yang here You know when it comes to you and me. And um, I really like the smell of pirates, and I, I don't think it's the actual smell. Like, I wouldn't want my house to smell like that, but it's just it's a that familiar smell that brings me back to uh, my childhood riding that. Um, it is a bromine, and I know um, that's a common sanitizer used in hot tubs and some mm-hmm. uh, some hot water sanitizers and I guess because of the warmth and the, the darkness of the, the ride and the attraction they go with a bromine instead of a chlorine uh, as a water sanitizer. Uh, I, I particularly like it. I've had hot tubs before with, I've used bromine and I didn't have that same smell I guess maybe because it's not indoors uh, because it's you know it's an outdoor hot tub but uh, but yeah it's, it's, a, it's a smell that I don't think I like the actual smell I just enjoy the um, reminiscence of that smell of my childhood and being on that ride. Yes, I hate this smell. Um, one, I have a hot tub. Two, right before I came to record, I was actually putting more bromine in the hot tub, so it's a chemical I use. They are back, they're not even close. This is a musky, nasty, dirty, piratey. Like the water to me smells like that dude's foot hanging off the bridge. Has got to <laughs> smell. Just bleh. And it was funny because um, for those of you who've been around DDP today, which formerly was the Disney Ads podcast, for years now, going on five years, uh, for quite a while we had um, Magic Candle Company as a sponsor of ours. And so we, whenever we switched over to a patron uh, platform and kind of got rid of sponsorships, um, we, we got away from that. But, but they, would send, they would send us merch, you know, to try out. And I remember they sent, pirates and i smelled it i think i either mailed it to mike or jay i was like i don't want this thing in my house um they've got some amazing scents like i love magic candle company uh i think the mike i think the promo still works you can get you know a little some percentage off i'm not even sure what it was to be honest um yeah 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 i think it was like 10 percent off in the the uh, coupon code i think it was, I think like, it was like disney, disney dads. dads something like that yeah 
Try it. So give it a shot. If you order from a magic candle, give it a shot and yeah, see if man. it still works. Yeah, but my that, friends that used the last time it worked. Yeah. yeah, that one that one stinks, man. That one's absolutely horrible. Uh, the one I have still in my on my desk is Walt's apartment. It's kind of like woody and uh, you know like a oak and like it's you know cedar. I guess that would be the better way to describe it. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty good though. So I have that one. But yeah, they used to send us just boxes of merch to be like, hey, try this out, try this out, try this out. And uh, yeah, that was one I did not want in my house, Joe. Pirates. I mean, come on, man. You've got to be on my side with this. Wow. Are we still going to be friends after this? Because I actually dig I guess. the smell. I dig the smell. Do you it's, really? I think it's one of those things you take the combination of the smell with the uh, your your current where you're currently at. It just It's like I'm in the Magic Kingdom now. You know what I'm saying? It lets you know you're in Walt Disney World, That the combination of the two. So, yeah, I, I like some weird smells, man. I don't know, but I like it. I, I dig it, and... Uh, you know, Mike, I'm on your side on this one. Sorry, brother. It's super unique too, because you don't smell it till you go down the drop. Like I, I, I don't feel like you smelled in the first part of the yeah, attraction. It's in the big, uh, the the big scene where they're shooting cannonballs at each other and stuff. Yeah. Which, by the way, that's turned into a legit water ride. Like I get wet. I get soaked on there sometimes. Have you ever got soaked on pirates before, Joe? I mean, I get splashed here and there from that scene, but not really. Not soaked, soaked, but. Oh, there was one time the entire like left side of my body was wet. It was crazy. Um, yeah, pirates. Bleh. I'm interested to see what the DDP family says if they enjoy it or not. It is an iconic smell, so it has to make the list. Um, but for me, I don't want a candle made of it. That's for sure. Um, moving to number ten, uh, Joe. What do we got? I'm gonna say soaring it, but I want to also. It's not. It's not only just soaring around the world, but it's it's the original soaring because I think yes. that. Listen, there's nothing that tugs at my heart than the orange grove smell. When they're, yeah. you're soaring over the, the, the orange groves in California, that's just absolutely amazing. Even the current version now with, we just talked about before, the jasmine smell over the Taj Mahal or the, I'm like, I don't know the specific smell of like when you're going over the, um, like the, uh, I don't know if you're like in Tahiti. Like the or, African, yeah. No, no, I'm not that, no, I'm talking about like the, uh, the when you're over the ocean, like in like the clear oh, blue water. Oh, yeah, Tahiti? Or, yeah, but or there's also the African one with the, with the elephants, and you smell the yeah. grass and stuff. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing. And you know, even though those are basic smells, it's, like I said, if you put it in the specific place that you're at at that moment in time, it's, it's an iconic. That's what makes that attraction. When you get into that attraction and the smells are kind of lingering from the show before you, it's just like, ah, uh, yeah, like bring it on. So it's, it's a fun attraction, and that smell just adds to it. For me, this is one, Mike, that I absolutely love because, and not only that, I try to mimic some of those smells. I okay, have we? Can we just admit on here that I I like um, nice like soaps and bubble baths. I like um, I like nice essential oils. You know what I mean? Uh, stuff like that. I try to mimic the essential oils that I'll do to try to get those smells. I know I can buy them. I know Magic Candle companies, a couple other companies have it, but I try to do it myself. I was at um, the store a couple months ago, and I was buying the orange like smell that they had and citrus smells that they had to try to recreate, Joe, the the original you know, flying over the orange groves. And I'll try to do that in the house, and Katie's like, that smells disgusting. You've mixed something that's terrible, um, but I'll give it a shot. Do you... One, do you do you love this attraction and the smells it brings to Walt Disney World? Because it is iconic. It is something that people talk about. Um, and two, are you an essential oils guy, Mike? 
No, I'm not an essential oil. Sammy is. Sammy's got a, quite a collection of that, and she buys some really weird oddball stuff. Um, I'm I'm more of original Soren. I don't like the new Soren at all. I'm upset with the video aspect of it. I'm upset. The original smells to me are better. No, the original the, the smells are good on the new one. I get that. And if you get the right seat, the ride is good. But I feel like uh, they had so much potential there. So I'm a little disappointed in them at that. That's kind of like my pet peeve when it comes to Disney was the was the rehab and the refurbishment of that to make it what it is uh, because it took something that's so good and I feel like they kind of let me down a little bit but the original Soren is definitely my favorite the the smells with that is good and um, to get back to what I was saying yeah, Sammy's an essential oil person not me uh, her room definitely has some odd smells in a good way um, yeah I, I enjoy it like when I, we get done here tonight I'll put on some on TV and I'll play around mix some essential oils see what it smells like um, I have to do it when Katie works because if I do it when she's home and she hates it then she gets angry and, you know, throws my oils across the room. I'm kidding. Like, she's she's a lovely person. Um, and I love her very much. Joe, take us to number nine because I had to, uh, you know, we had a lot of stuff kind of in one area of the Magic Kingdom that we were throwing out. And we thought, you know what? Let's just combine them onto one thing because I think that this place in particular has some of the most iconic smells that anyone will experience while at Walt Disney World. Yeah, I think it should be a little bit higher on our list, but you know, there's so many iconic smells that like this is kind of just where it fell. But uh, you're right. Uh, you had said one specific location. I had said another. Mike had said a third. Uh, it's Main Street USA. I mean, you walk down Main Street USA, they are pumping scents out like it's nobody's business. My favorite, I brought the Plaza Ice Cream Parlor. As I mean, you smell those Belgian waffles coming out. As you know, it's you smell from a good a couple two three hundred feet away. It's absolutely amazing it makes your mouth water like you do want ice cream you could have just had a five course meal and you'll be like i want some ice cream right now it's absolutely amazing um i'll let you guys comment on the other smells that you guys thought about main street i the plaza ice cream parlor was was my was my favorite mike uh, mine was the Main Street Bakery, the uh, the confectionery smell. It's very similar to what Joe has. It's got that sweet smell that really draws you in. Um, you know, end of the night, you're on your way walking out Main Street, and you pass that area, and you got to just stop in and get a special treat, even though you've had enough uh, junk to fill your day. you got to have that in the way out as well, too. See, and I'm going uh, Casey's as we walk by, and you got that chili smell coming out, hot dogs being made. Feel like you're at the ballpark, but you got the uh, Cinderella's Castle right behind you. There are so many great smells on Main Street that it really is. I mean, we, guys, in a in a literal hundred yard area, we just named three extremely distinct smells that Disney, um, you know, pumps out to make you hungry, to make you want to go buy this stuff. And I absolutely love it. I mean, it's it is iconic Americana at its best, and those smells just help tell that story that we talk about so much whenever you're on Main Street USA. So kind of had to combine all those. They would have taken up three of our 15 spots, and so we thought let's combine them so we can nail a, a couple more in this list. Uh, speaking of, moving on, we're moving on to something massive, something huge, something great that we all enjoy, and it comes with one of the most iconic smells that we as Disney fans talk about on our own, and there is a candle out there that you can buy of this, isn't there, Mike? Yeah, there is. And, you know, I mentioned the the pirate smell as being iconic for that ride. But uh, for this particular ride, when you're on Spaceship Earth, the Rome is Burning is definitely one of those areas, smells that has that distinct characteristic. Everybody knows it. Uh, 
as you start making that turn, as you're coming around the side and you start coming up to that era, you can smell that and you know where you are, where you're at. And that that smell is Epcot all rolled into one ball, literally. Well, the big, the big Spaceship Earth ball. And uh, that, that to me is one of my absolute favorite uh, on this list because uh, as good as Pirates is, I just think that Rome is burning smell with the temperature that's usually there and uh, that, that particular part of that ride. I love it, and I know that they'll be going through the refurbishment. They're going to be changing some of the stuff in there. I hope that stays. It's been there for a very long time. I think the Disney company knows feedback-wise that that's a very popular spot and very popular with the Disney community. So I'm hoping that that has a long time here to come place to stay in the Spaceship Earth. Joe, is that a smell you enjoy? This is once again is a smell that I think it's iconic. I would not want a candle of this in my house. Yeah, I like it. I don't think I would want to come oh, in my so house. Oh, you're so weird. No, 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 no. Weirdo. I, I would not want it in my house, though, because I have okay. ordered from right. Magic Candle Company, and that's not one that I checked the box on. However, I agree with Mike. I will say this. If this is one of those things during the anticipated refurbishment, if they were to take this away, the Disney super fans would actually be very upset about this, and there would be they protests. Would burn it. They, they would They would be burning it down, exactly. Uh, there would definitely be a change.org petition about bringing back the Roma's burning smell. So it's probably the most iconic smell in Epcot, I believe. All you got to say is Rome is burning, and it, they're not even referring to the real event. They're, you know you're referring to Spaceship Earth. So, uh, yeah, I definitely believe I like it. Um, it's not something I want in my home, but uh, it's definitely it's Epcot when you're riding that traction. And I'm just amazed that they confined it just to that area because you roll by it, you smell it, you experience it, and then like about 30 seconds later, you don't smell it at all. So I'm just amazed at how they keep these scents in these specific areas. It's just absolutely amazing how they do it. They're geniuses. They, I mean, like the Imagineers and how they how they create this stuff is absolutely amazing. This smell for me, it does something kind of unique. If you close your eyes and you think Rome is burning, you can almost smell it. It's weird because it's such because it's such a unique smell. Like we go through the list, like Pirates is just kind of musty and you know, uh, like you can get that you know other places. You know, we kind of all know like it's tough to be a bug. Figment, like those are just bad. Like they're just not good smells, but they tell the story. Uh, really well. This one is such a unique smell that I feel like I only get it when I ride Spaceship Earth. At no other point. Because I don't feel like it... It doesn't smell like if you have a fire in the backyard. You know what I mean? It, does, like, it doesn't smell like that. It's different than that. Um, it, so I feel like I only smell the smell when I'm at Walt Disney World. You agree, Mike? Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree. Like I said, it, it's a very unique... Uh, almost like a fingerprint, you know, like, yeah, like an individualized perfect. smell snowflake. for that. That's yep. a great way of yep. putting it. There you go. It's the snowflake of Walt Disney World smells. <laughs> it's the fingerprint. How crazy is that? Isn't that insane that no snowflake is alike? Yeah. But how would you prove I, it? I was about to say, but have you checked every single snowflake to make sure that there was no doubles? Hmm. See, I'm, I'm calling uh, shenanigans on that one. Interesting. That's like fingerprints. How do we know? How do we know? There may be other fingerprints out there. Uh, anyway, all right, here we go. Moving on. Sorry, my brain works in weird ways. <laughs> uh, we are halfway through our list. Joe, take us to number seven because this one is one of the most iconic modes of transportation uh, at Walt Disney World. It's something that people, really, they want to do it um, each and every vacation. Even if they don't go into the parks, they may just go to a resort just to do this one thing. But sometimes that experience can be let's say not so pleasant because of these iconic smells. Yeah, and our DDP family knows exactly where we're going with this, and that is the musty smell of the Walt Disney World monorail system. And 
I love it, man. It's one of those things. It's like looking at a car accident, and you really can't look away from it. I get on there. It smells. Mike and I both agree that it's from the constant opening of the doors. It's it's the sweat seeping into the carpets in the in the monorail cabins. We know they've been refurbished, but there's just something about a 30-year-old air conditioning system trying to keep up with 105-degree, hot, humid Central Florida days and body odor from you know, Walt Disney world guests. It's just, it's amazing, man. I love it. It's, it's like, look, it's like not looking away at a car accident. I mean, it's just one of those things. It's, you just got to do it. You know, it's part of the, it's part of the process. Um, Joe, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been in the monorails in a while. Is it still carpeted? The back, yeah, the back end, the back ends is carpeted. They're, they're all redone. They're all re- like, they've got the retro, uh, you know, which a logo they should have never changed the the D with the Mickey ears in the world, and they kind of have like monorail coral, monorail orange or peach or whatever the colors are on the back. But they've been redone. But people lay back their heads back there. They spill things, you know. So eventually, they're just going to get back to the way they used to be. Um, well, the floor the floors used to be all carpet. No, I don't think the floor was carpet, but I think it's now it's like a hard paneling now. No, I know it gets like a rub. It's almost like a hard rubber, rubber. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. It's been a while since I've been in them, so I just—I know you go on quite a bit, Joe. I just and I know Justin, you too, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Nope, I stopped going on the monorail. Oh, have you? I okay. won't ride the monorail anymore. Because okay. you know me, I don't like tight spaces. Mm-hmm. And watching the monorail stop multiple times, and the way they would pile people in there, and we were leaving a Mickey's not so scary. There was too many people on this monorail. You know what I mean? We're in there, and I'm just, and then it stopped in between the Magic Kingdom and the Contemporary, and you're just like, okay. And I understand they have to get the other one moving before they let it move in, but still, I just don't like it. When I can take a nice boat ride, be in the open air, enjoy. Also, masks were in the monorail for me because I can be outside on the boat. You know what I mean? I don't have to wear a mask. I can take in the fresh air. You know, look at the Grand Floridian and the poly over in the distance and beautiful sunsets. And for me, I look, this may be a very, very, very hated Disney opinion. I think the monorail's overrated as a Disney transportation method. No, I agree. I think it's outdated. I think it needs it's a out, yeah, huge it's, refurbishment. It's yeah. definitely outdated. I, I think it was I'm the, team boat, back Mike. Back in the 80s, yeah. Team boat. Yeah, back in the 80s, it was the, it was the mode of transportation. But with the gondolas now, it's kind of like, <laughs> look, look at me. Right? It runs constantly. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, no, I'm team boat. Team boat all the way. Um, take it every single time I drive into the Magic Kingdom. But now with minivans coming back, I won't drive the Magic Kingdom anymore. I'll take a minivan because um, it'll drop you off right up front. So for me, the minivans coming back at the end of this month is a uh, game changer. Because that's the only park that I don't like to drive to. I drive to all the rest. Gotcha. Yeah, Justin. So, one, if, I don't know if it's just for Patreon, but I got a uh, a Lyft Uber story from Disney Springs that I would love to tell our yeah, DDP we'll save for family. Patreon. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, fantastic. And Mike, you you know we, that's one thing we're going to talk about um, on an upcoming Patreon episode is you know driving and stuff like that because it's different. You know now you'll be driving down now that you're a Southerner, and mm-hmm. uh, it's a it's a unique experience. So anyway, uh, moving on. I'm going to take us to this one because this one's very, very kind of vague and broad. But once again, there was a couple that we threw out and we said we don't want to take over the list with multiple things. So let's just put it as number six, Disney dining, Disney restaurants. Guys, this one we could do a whole show on and we may elaborate on a show on this in the future. But there are certain places around Disney where the restaurants take control of the smells of that area. Um, Joe, coming to you, one that sticks out in your mind. 
So the one that sticks out one um, is Sunshine Seasons. And this is a shout-out to my wife because every time we walk into the Land Pavilion, she's like, ugh. And essentially, it's all the different types of foods that are being made downstairs. It's the combination of the smell that kind of rises up to that upper level where you first walk in. To her, it makes her nauseated. To me, I actually love it. It's that smell where I'm like, yo, I'm in Epcot. This is great. I'm in the land right now. We're going to ride Soar. I'm going to ride the land, you know, living with the land. To me, I actually enjoy that smell. It's iconic. To her, it makes her absolutely sick. So I thought it was a perfect uh, submission because it's one that means something to one person and absolutely disgusts somebody else. Mike, how about you, man? Uh, one of my favorite restaurants that have a distinct smell that I'm that I'm pretty familiar with and and I really like I enjoy because it's got kind of a odd spice and that's Boma over in Animal Kingdom mm. that the that you know uh, charcoal meat the the different kinds of spices they use it has a has a very unique scent to it and I and I like that a lot when you go to that Boma area and I don't know if it's coming from from Sa- Sa- Sanaa or Jico also but the 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 Boma smell has a distinct smell to it i'm surprised they don't have a candle for that from the magic candle company but uh but yeah that that, to me that's one of my specific restaurants that has a very unique smell uh mine would be beer garden i walk into beer garden you have that sauerkraut and sausages and all that kind of stuff and it's one of the most unique smells of any disney restaurant to me on property um you go into some of the like higher end restaurants like cali grill i don't really feel like has the unique smell Citrus Coast really doesn't have a unique smell, stuff like that. Um, but whenever you walk into Beer Garden, it you know that you're about to eat German food. It's hard to mask the smell of sauerkraut. Cook sauerkraut in your in your kitchen, and then tell me if you know how long it lingers in your house. It is uh, mm-hmm. it's it's an abrasive abrasive smell. Do you guys like sauerkraut? I do. Oh yeah, I love sauerkraut. So good, absolutely so good. Um, and some people, like you said. Joe, your wife hates it. You love that smell. Katie hates the smell of sauerkraut and sausage. I love it. I absolutely love it. I know I'm going to get a big stein of beer, and I'm going to have an absolutely amazing meal with some entertainment, always with good friends. Um, so for me, Beer Garden is is my go-to if I really want to get that. Like you said, I know I'm in Epcot whenever I'm there uh, enjoying that. Let's move to number five, Joe. Yeah, number five is uh, Flight of Passage. And just being on that attraction, you know, the, the – Smell. I mean, a lot of us do. I think with the the water spraying up at you and just the, the whole, you know, simulation attraction. But it's just got that that whole area of Pandora. has got a. I mean, I'm gonna expand it to almost all of Pandora. It's just got a significant smell to the whole area. I think it has to do honestly with the waterfalls and just the the vegetation that's all around it. It, it just it's got its own smell. It's hard to describe. I can't really pinpoint it. Um, but yeah, the whole flight of passage in Pandora area. It's just, it's it's. It's just amazing, especially at night. For some reason, it just it just really smells good at night. It's a sweet smell they pump in. Like it, sm- it smells sweet there, you know. Um, whenever you're walking through, but talking about flight of passage, Mike, when you come into the cave, you get that. I don't know. It's like it's almost like a jasmine smell. It's like really, really pungent, but a but a beautiful, you know, pungent. Like really, really over the top. Smells fantastic. Um, this is one of my favorite Disney smells. This is one of those I'll be riding the attraction. The banshee beneath me is breathing heavy. You know, you can feel the banshee breathing, you know, with your legs. And I'm breathing heavy too because I want to take in the smell going, <laughs> you know, because I love that smell so much. I would love for my house to smell like that all the time. Um, this is a go-to for me. How about you? 
Yeah, you know, you talked about blending some of the smells, and I think that Disney was probably experimenting with blending some smells, and I think they came up with this blended smell, and they said, well, this one works, because, like you said, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is, but it has that smell that really wants you to, uh, you know, take in that aroma. So I definitely think that they probably experimented with a few things, and they uh, they knocked it out of the park. They got it right. It's almost like a honeysuckle. So we have honeysuckle planted right outside of our, our back patio, um, and it, it bloomed about a month ago. I mean, went crazy, and for a, for a good solid month, you'd walk out back and just go, "Oh my goodness!" Like it smells so sweet and amazing in the backyard right now. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't. And so, if anybody knows exactly what that is, throw that out there to us. We would love to uh, look. I would love to know because I would, uh, I would absolutely try to recreate that. Um, Joe, I'm coming to you again because this is something that is right up your alley. This is your go-to. This is your staple. Once again, another thing that we did not want it to overtake the list, so we just kind of rolled it in. We'll each give you our opinion of our favorite ones. Uh, what do we got at number four, buddy? It's just it's Walt Disney World Resorts. I mean, if you think about it, you said Magic Candle Company was a, a previous sponsor of this show. There's a whole industry developed just because of these smells of these specific resorts. It's one of the things that people love most about it. Um, I'm going to jump it right into it for an example. I get off the monorail from that musty smell, and you get off on that platform at the Contemporary. And I don't know what it is. I don't know how they do it. But the Contemporary has its own smell. It's not duplicated anywhere else. There are other resorts that do have the same smells. But I will take a deep breath and be like, I love this place. This is great. So, I mean, the resorts, they all have their own characteristics, their own smells. And you know what? I do a lot of traveling. Justin, you did it in a previous life. Mike, you travel as well. You go to other resorts, you know, the Westin has its own smell, right? You know, but a lot of other hotels don't. They just smell normal. And that's what makes Disney resorts so special because they take that extra effort and make, you know, they don't just use one smell for every hotel. They, they have different smells for each place, and people and fans absolutely love it. Mike, how about you, man? What's one that sticks out to you? The Contemporary is my favorite. It's my favorite, uh, too. I think, Let me go and throw yeah, it in I there. Think, yeah. Yeah, when, when we when we had the sponsor and I was buying some of the cell, the smells myself, the contemporary was one that I must have. I like that smell. Uh, it's one of my favorite. I, I really enjoy it. I haven't even stayed at the contemporary that much. It hasn't been one of our regular resorts, but uh, that's that's uh, that smell sticks with me, and it's something that I particularly really like. Yeah, the Disney resorts, Mike, are, are so good. I mean, it's one of those things. Like I said, contemporary Bay Lake Tower. Somehow walking in the Bay Lake Tower even more than contemporary for me. I think it's because the lobby's smaller, that it's a more kind of in-your-face smell. I absolutely love that smell. Um, and then also we've got Animal Kingdom. Great smell. Grand Floridian's a great smell. Um, I mean, there's there's so many out there that when you, when you go and whenever you uh, enjoy those resorts, it's a big part of that. I mean, it's, they're, they're all different. And look, that's something, Joe, that Disney does not have to do. They do not have to go above and beyond to create smells for each of their lobbies to, to tell the story. You know? No, you're, yeah, you're 100% right. I mean, um, and even like even down to the values, I mean, like they all have their own smell. I mean, like the values maybe not as specific, you know, but like every resort has its own characteristics, its own identity. And that's what makes it so special when you get there. That's when you know your vacation has started, especially when you get to a resort first. And that's one of the things that like tugs at my heart the most, being a resort guy, is you walk in, you take that breath, you smell, even go to the Contemporary, Polynesian, you know, uh, Grand Floridian, Beach Club. You just, you take that whiff in, you're just like, oh, this is great. I mean, so that's, it's absolutely, it's part of the experience. It's not just visually, but it's also, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, emotion, what would be the word? Uh, an emotion. Yeah, an emotion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
We're moving on to our number three. Now, listen. Every single person that goes on a Disney vacation is guaranteed to smell this smell. Um, and you, know, you may not be smell the smells in the Disney resorts. You may not ride the monorail and smell that. You may not have a chance to ride Soren and smell those amazing smells from that. But every single person, so we had to include it, every single person will smell this smell. And like we said, not all iconic smells of Walt Disney World are good. Mike, take us to our number three. Uh, one of the most important reasons why I carry a backpack is for extra deodorant, uh, because that midday musty smell, the, your body odor in a hot Florida sun, tends to uh, get a little ripe sometimes. And um, the, the the closeness of the rides, I mean, the one the one plus side that we saw when it came to the COVID restrictions in the parks was the six feet of apart and the, the markers and the lines, which was great. But now that they've kind of eased on that and you're kind of shoulder to shoulder again, the um, the actual people smell is not always the best. Uh, and I don't blame everybody. It's not a matter of not being hygienic, but you know, some people aren't used to that hot Florida sun in the middle of August. And uh, the people smell of large mass crowds can obviously bring on some bad odors and uh it's a pretty familiar smell um joe what are some of this because there are unique places in walt disney world that if you choose to go there at 3 p.m on a summer day you are guaranteed to get some uh let's say whiffs of people you are not wanting i'll give you mine to give you an example and then you guys give me some of yours walking down the tunnel to space mountain that is a corridor of nastiness to, to walk through there. You have a long stretch of just stink if you're going through there about 3 p.m. Because it's enclosed, there's a ton of people. Luckily, I've hopefully done a Genie Plus, and I am not having to stand in that line for a long period of time. It's extremely dark, there's not great airflow, and oh my goodness, no way. I'm surprised about that. Um, but I would have to say mine would be um, when the line backs up for Tower of Terror and you veer off to the left, you're in like the garden area of the queue mm-hmm. and there is zero fans in there. There's zero air movement and it gets ripe in there. So that's for me is Tower of Terror line uh, in the garden area because it's, it's so hot uh, in that area. I'll give you one more real, real quick, Mike, before you go. Slinky Dog. Before they put up the parasol or whatever they're called, you know, the, the cover, there was no cover. That, I mean, that's the one thing. You know, Dave always jokes about it. He's like, come on. I mean, I know you're a single mom, but plant a tree. You know what I mean? Plant a bush like uh, uh, Andy's mom. There was no shade. I remember doing an hour wait in that line, and it was awful, awful. And look, I probably contributed a little bit, but like you, I do take this very seriously, and I do bring a bag most of the time with stuff in it, so... Yeah, I think the one ride for me that tends to have always usually the worst smell tends to be the Big Thunder Mountain. Um, I feel like the switchbacks in there, it's outside. The fans that they have in there, for some reason, don't seem like they're always pointed in the right direction or they're even at the highest speed. So you get that kind of little mist of a a fan spray that's kind of cooling somebody off. But more likely, they're just blowing that smell towards you. So uh, the Big Thunder Mountain tends to be one of those rides where I tend to notice the body odor a little bit more well let's move on okay because i am not a huge fan of that smell so let's go on to something that i think impacts all three of us we all get to go on amazing disney vacations we all get to be in the parks and in the resorts and smell these iconic smells you know these smells that take us back and tell us the stories of, of of the attractions or or the lands but 
we do have the opportunity to bring a piece of iconic Disney smells home with us. And no, I'm not talking about ordering candles from outside companies. I'm talking about some amazing, amazing shampoos, conditioners, body washes with the H2O bath products. Joe, for me, this is a staple. I got bummed out whenever they went to the big, big, you know, things in the bathrooms. They don't do the individual ones anymore. I have a box downstairs full because I used to just call rooms or, you know, call uh, uh, the, the the people who did the room and be like, hey, I need more. I You know, I got two girls in here, a lot of hair. I need more and more and more, and then we would take them all home. The OH2O shampoos and conditioners, especially the shampoo for me, is one of the best Disney smells in the world. No, I 100% agree. I use it daily. I have probably two or three Tupperware totes uh, of the H2O products. I'm more of the shampoo conditioner guy. The body wash, I have it. Don't use it's it all fine. the time. Uh, I've had friends who are DVC members that actually don't like those products, believe it or not. What? And they, they will actually put them aside for me. And when we go visit, uh, like we'll usually go and crash their trip like one night a week. And they will give me like five or six bottles of the shampoo or the conditioner like because they're staying in like a two-bedroom villa. So they got all kinds of stuff. I use it on a daily basis. And honestly, everybody has their one like memory that brings it back. It honestly, I say it all the time, guys. I'm sorry to be a broken record. It reminds me of being at Saratoga. I love Saratoga. It reminds me of being in the shower, getting ready to go out to a nice dinner, putting on my fancy flip flops. I mean, that's what it brings me back to my happy place. And I get it every night when I go when I shower before I go to bed or when I wake up in the morning. I absolutely love the products and uh I use them on a daily basis. I mean, I really do. And when I run out of them, I'm sorry, but I'll probably be buying the kits either from H2O or in the parks. I mean, because I just, I love it. And actually, they're actually good products. They're not they're not cheap. There used to be an H2O store where I used to live in Michigan. Those are high-end products. They're not something just they throw a Disney label on. They're actually really good uh, for your hair. So, Mike, I will go, I will, I will not buy the products. Next time I'm staying on Disney property, which will be soon, you guarantee I'll just be in the bathroom going, pump, 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 pump. Well, I didn't want to say that, Justin, all right? Why? <laughs> I mean, I may Paying or may not already do, I may already not do that. I'm just saying, but... Uh. <laughs> I'm not hiding anything. They can come in and watch me do it if they want to. Be like, have another one ready. Pump, 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 you know? Uh, Mike, you love these products? I do, I do. And I've bought them before because um, I've gotten stuck with the pump. And um, it's one of those things that I like to bring home. And until uh, it runs out, it kind of gives me uh, that reminder of, you know, being on property. No, I'll travel with my Tupperware. I'll fill up totes full of it. They'll be like, oh my gosh, how often does this guy wash his hair? Um, then they'll find out it's me and I take seven baths a day and they'll be like, oh, makes sense. Then, really quickly, I'm an event for a second while we're talking. Mm-hmm. The positioning of those shampoos, conditioners is not meant for people who enjoy a nice leisurely bath. Okay? It is up on the back wall. It's like a good foot and a half up. You have to stand up out of the bath. People know what I'm talking about. Stand up out of the bathtub to get some. These are meant they they are they are being uh, uh, against bath people and only for shower people. And Disney, I won't stand for it anymore. Most people don't take baths. No, well, you're missing out. Especially in a hotel bathroom. <laughs> you're missing out, boys. <laughs> you see me in a cruise bathroom. All right, here we go. Uh, going to number one, Mike. This is for me the number one smell. This is, takes me back all the time. I make this in my house constantly. Uh, take me to number one. 
Uh, you know, we've talked about before when you walk into Magic Kingdom and you, you're being told the story, you know, as the story goes. And what's a good story or movie without fresh popcorn? And the fresh popcorn smell as soon as you walk in is definitely the one of the best. I think that's the right spot at number one. Um, it's it's one of those things that, you know, the movie theaters and Disney, those are, those are the two things that when you think of popcorn and being told a story and what you're being told a story when you go to a Disney, you know, Disney theme park that's the most important thing and look at the popularity of the popcorn buckets you know so uh, as you can see uh, there's there's a lot of stock put into those popcorn buckets and a lot of stock put into the Disney popcorn and I think that's an important smell that can't be overlooked Joe if it was terrible popcorn the popcorn buckets wouldn't matter no I mean the popcorn is great I mean and look we've all been to like sporting events movies and like look the, the popcorn at sporting events is terrible the, the movie popcorn is pretty good but there's nothing better than a fresh you know popped bucket of popcorn from disney world especially walking down main street it makes a great snack it's portable you could share it with everybody it smells amazing i mean it, it's it's iconic classic americana that's what like the you know, magic kingdom walt disney world is all about i mean it's it's great i mean and the fact that we said to me before the show that you actually have some of this at your house the next time i come to charleston uh you're gonna fire up the uh, popcorn maker for this one i do uh somebody's listening right now and i just want to say thank you very much um, for hooking me up, I I, uh, I appreciate it, and he knows um, or she that uh, how much I enjoy this, and um, it's fantastic. I'm not gonna blow up your spot, you know what I mean? Um, really, really good, uh, guys. This this list is look, it's made up of smells that are fantastic, smells that are not so good, but overall, all 15 of these uh, smells that you can that you can take in at Walt Disney World. They really are iconic smells. They are smells that take you back to those vacations and take you back to those memories of, of your past trips to Walt Disney World. So I absolutely love doing a list like this. We didn't just come out and say, hey, we're doing the 10 best smells. We're doing the five worst smells. We said we're doing the 10 or 15 most iconic smells at Walt Disney World. Now, what I'm interested in is hearing what our DDP family says. So on the Facebook group, Let's hear what you say about the most iconic smells. What do we miss? What would you like to smell on your next Disney vacation? You know, when you're on vacation and you're, you know, taking part of your five senses, you know, touch, taste, smell. Uh, one of the important things is sight is one of your other scents. And I think sight means enjoying some pictures, taking some pictures while you're enjoying some of these amazing smells, uh, while you're eating popcorn or while you're riding on Figment. And I think you should post those pictures to our fantastic place, our DDP Today Facebook page. You know why? Because we have some great DDP pictures, and that brings me to my favorite thing every week, and that would be Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for it's us time to for get us our Picks of the Week. Joe, I haven't talked to you in a bit. So what's your pick of the week? So my pick of the week goes to uh, Ashley Fennelly Hamill. And uh, first of all, she utilized her time wisely while uh, being on her Mirrors Connect heading to the airport. Uh, she actually updated her, updated us here on our uh, Facebook page about some of the things that she did on uh, during her trip. And uh, she tugged at my heart because she posted pictures of, uh, she spent some time over at the Grand Floridian. She took a walkway, took a walk on the uh, pathway between the Magic Kingdom and the Grand Floridian, which I think is absolutely beautiful. Uh, she took some pictures down at Disney Springs, took a boat trip over to Port Orleans French Quarter, took some photos over there, and uh, headed over to Saratoga Springs and took some pictures over in the uh, Winter Circle over there. That definitely tugged at my heart. So all of my favorite things between food and the Grand Floridian and resorts and Disney Springs and Saratoga. So she had all the high points uh, for me. So she gets my pick, picks of the week. Very good. 
Justin, what's your pick of the week? Yeah, my pick of the week is going to Shelly Musica. Uh, she is in the parks. Uh, I had the pleasure of planning her vacation. This is a couple vacation I planned for. Um, her daughter Lila turned 10. Her daughter Lila and Riley have been friends since uh, they were about 18 months old. So happy, happy birthday, Lila, kiddo. Hope you had an amazing trip. Your pictures look incredible. And you had so many pictures to choose from. But I've got to say, Lila riding Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Cosmic Rewind. That's the picture I want to see, and it looks like she had an absolutely fantastic time. So love, love, love. You guys had an amazing trip. Can't wait till you get back, and we can all get together and chat about it, and that is my pick of the week. Mike, how about you, man? My pick of the week goes to a very uh, close friend of the Disney uh, podcast family, and that's Kristen Fantuccio. And I miss her, and I miss the Mastarakis family. They were my good friends back up in New York. And uh, she put, posted a picture of her and her cousin from their first Disney trip back in 1988. We love the retro pics. We love seeing the old school Mickey and Minnie. And um, she says, I can't place where the spot is, though. Me looking at the picture, if I had a guess, looks like Epcot to me. I could be wrong, but I'm thinking that's Epcot with the lake in the back. But hey, listen, uh, the parks have changed so much over the years. I could be completely wrong. Uh, but listen, Kristen, I miss you guys, and you have my pick of the week. Fantastic. Miss them too, man. I, I, I want to see them so bad. It's been a couple years now. Um, DDP Today family, I just want to come on here, and I want to say thank you to you all. I hope you had an amazing week. Uh, lots of stuff going on uh, with the DDP family. We have our trip, guys, coming up in less than a month. The DDP 2022 uh uh, cruise will be here, but also we're doing the meetup before and after. Uh, before the cruise, guys, we will be meeting on July the 10th at 1 p.m. at the boardwalk on the lawn. So that massive lawn, if you walk out back right there towards the boardwalk, you will see us uh, right there. We would love to see you. Come out. Say hi. Let what we can say. Uh, get a picture. We can say thank you. We can get to know you a little bit. If you're in the parks or you're local, we would absolutely love to see you there. We've got, of course, everyone that will be sailing on the DDP cruise. I'm sure we'll be stopping by to say hi as well. So we have a great group of people. That is at 1 p.m. on the lawn at the boardwalk on July the 10th, Sunday, July 10th. So go ahead and uh, write that on your calendars. We want to see you there. Guys, right below are all the links to our social medias. Also, if you want to become a part of a patron uh, family, it is right there as well. For as little as $2 a month, you can join the patron family. There is a paid in full option for the year as well, which saves you a little bit of money. You get two months for free. So uh, really, really nice to go that route as well. So anyways, guys, absolute blast tonight talking about the most iconic smells in Walt Disney World. Guys, let's close this up. Over on the patron side tonight, I've got a couple things I want to talk about, but the main thing is a brand new Adventures by Disney vacation package open today, and it is quite incredible. Uh, so we're going to get into that, talk the details, talk the price, and I want to get your opinion on if you would do this or not. And we're also going to chat a little about our favorite vacations we've ever done personally. So with that said, I can't wait to get over on the patron side, but let's close it up. Start with you, Mike. Uh, listen, I had a great time talking about reminiscing on some of these smells. I uh, brought back a lot of fond memories of my vacations with my kids and with my childhood vacations. And um, 22 days, we'll be back in the magic again. So I'm looking forward to doing that and uh, taking it to somebody's smells again. And it was good to see both you guys again. Joe? Yeah, good to see you guys, man. It's nice to uh, share some memories about these smells with a group of people that actually appreciate it. Uh, if you talk about this with anybody else that's not a Disney fan, they look at you like you're nuts. So it's great to be in good company, uh, reminiscing about these smells, and uh, looking forward to our Patreon show coming up next. And uh, stand by. You guys are up next. Uh, DDP, today, or DDP Today family, have an amazing, amazing week. Uh, we cannot wait to see you hopefully in the parks. And if not in the parks, we'll see you around sometime soon. Guys, thank you guys for being here tonight. Awesome, awesome show. And patron family, we will see you in just a minute. Everybody else, have an amazing week, and we will see you real soon. Have a good night, everybody. Have a good night. See you guys. 
On behalf of the Disney Dads, we want to say thank you. We hope you find a little magic in your life every day, spread some Disney love, and keep moving forward. And they all lived happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let the wonder And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.